1: what up with it? What you know good and what it do. We'd like to thank you for tuning in and spending your time with us. You're listening to pulling Pull It Back The Curtain podcast, the most provocative and entertaining podcast in this pandemic land. We're hitting you with the dopest topics, the rawest opinion, Why? Give you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules St. James.
0: I'm Dad Pratt.
1: I'm Novak. We're giving sight to the blind today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's pod, we'll be pulling back the curtain on the top five NBA players of all time and Novak, you come in at number fifty. Fellas was on pop- <laughs> <Here's
2: something> there.
0: <laughs> number,
1: number fifty. That shit's too high. I'm, I'm
0: higher than Scotty.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man. Let me throw a chair out. Let me throw a
2: chair out there to get moved up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Dude, you know what is funny, man? So when ESPN came out with that list a couple of weeks ago, man, we wanted to take some time before we dropped this episode because we wanted to, you know, take some time, go through our own personal list and really just wanted to put out some, you know, really solid content for you guys on this. So, man, what you guys have for your top five?
1: Oh, man. You know what? Starting from five down, I know you guys are going to make fun of me. You know what? You guys might not. But my number five is Julius Winfield Irving II. You Yeah, middle
2: name, aka I, I, I didn't I didn't know that was his middle
1: name. I it was, aka better better known as Doctor J. I thought
2: it was Brandon.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, hey, no Brandon's ever been that sweet.
1: No, so, so that's right, man. My number I pick number my number five pick is is the doctor. You know, uh, Dr. J. You know, first he started off. He was in the in the uh, 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 the ABA leagues. You know, American Basketball Association league before the NBA. And ABA merged in seventy six. ABA started from uh, um, started from sixty uh, seven to seventy six. So in that time, Dr. J won two uh, ABA championships. He was two ABA playoffs MVP. Uh, into emerging with the NBA in the 1976 he was playing with the 76ers where in uh, 1983 he won the championship for the NBA he was in uh, NBA most viable player and stuff I think I picked number. I picked Julius as 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 number five because I think me personally he helped he was the face of the ABA. NBA NBA emerged together and I think with, with that right there, how they made that transition and stuff, and how he dominated going to the NBA. I that's that's the reason I picked uh Dr. J. And hey, you probably like this fro,
2: you could you could you bring it up like somebody else, you know.
0: <laughs> uh, <hey. laughs> You're gonna have to let that go one
1: day, I swear to god. <laughs> You know, hey Dr. J hey, Dr J was a smooth cat, man. He was a smooth cat. Yeah, you no, know, he was he was a smooth cat. I give it to you.
0: Uh you you had him a little bit higher in your list than I would have, but you know, it's your list, right?
1: You mm-hmm. damn right it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man.
2: You got him up there. He got the LeBron disease pretty much. He the this <laughs> <times> too. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he had the nerve to say a couple of years ago in two thousand twenty seventeen that the three and five record in the finals don't mean a thing. Spoken for a man who lost in the finals a lot. So he can relate to that pain. So that's the reason why he said that. I mean
0: well, let's 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 be honest. Uh, Julius did all his winning off the court.
2: Oh yeah. Oh. I know. You read about that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, man. he was a ladies' man before Tim Metal, huh? <laughs> Man, right? Hey,
1: oh, man. He, man, and, man and, hey, but look though, my man averaged twenty nine point two points per game, eight point uh, five rebounds per game, four point two assists per game. My man, the truth now. Nah.
2: He, he went on. He went on. double dates with Bill Cosby though. So, you know. Oh man. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh J brought the water and, P- and Bill bought the pill. <laughs> That's how it right. went down. They, hmm. they <laughs> were like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good <laughs> lord, Novak. Good lord. Okay. <laughs> oh,
2: man. My, my number five is uh Will Chamberlain. And i tell you what, not besides the 50,000 women, <laughs> it's the fact that he put 100 up in the game after having eight women probably that night. He, you know, to get 100 points and have start stamina, at what he was doing every night. It's incredible. And I think Wilt, you know, he pretty much defined like the whole what it means to be a big man movement in the NBA. You know, when it was when guys played with their back to the basket, I mean, he was phenomenal. You're talking like a guy averaging almost 20 boards. You know, just physical. I mean, just a really rugged big man. Even though everybody was a midget during his time during that time period, I won't give that to press You know, mentioned that to me recently that everybody was short and small, it was. But who the hell else in 1962 averages 50 points, 25 rebounds? Yeah, he only averaged two assists. And probably he probably got those missing his own shots and going back up at that point. They probably got tired of giving him credit for rebounds, just gave him assists for helping himself out at that point. But <laughs> but to have a fifty point season is just insane. I don't care how small the man were; out there, man or man at the end of the day. You know, to put fifty up, fifty up on an NBA an NBA talent is is scary. That same year, he won an MVP at sixty two. He averaged fifty. Elgin Baylor averaged thirty eight. Oscar Robinson averaged 30 and Bill Russell threw an 18 and 23. Bill Russell was probably four inches shorter than Wilt. He still got 23 and 6. And remember, the funny thing about that, Russell won MVP that year and Wilt averaged 50. <laughs> so, so I mean, right. I mean, Wilt Chamberlain was just a beast. You know, you know, he's my five because, you know, he is, he is, he is the, he is the predecessor to Shaq, Kareem De Jabbar, even Bill Walton. You know, and I'm, I'm stretching it there right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you are.
2: Yeah, you know. <laughs> he had that one year when he was on a stop in Portland. You remember that? That, that, yeah. one, that one year he was big red and he was killing everybody. The year he – The he, headband? Yeah, the headband. He had that good weed. <laughs> he on that good weed that year, man. Him and Phil, they were they were tweaking out and killing the league that year.
0: <laughs> did, did, did that foot happen?
2: Oh, I know, man. You know, that was UCJ and, and Prince Paul and, and DJ Paul that year,
1: man. They were killing. They had great years. <laughs> uh, I know, Vac, i tell you what. I bet you Dr. J can dunk on Will Chamberlain.
2: I bet he could, too. I saw the video. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: well, this is this what I'll say about both of you guys' picks. Uh, I couldn't imagine uh, a night out with those two guys on the prowl.
2: <laughs> uh, had your, had you your com- wife? Yeah, had you coming up short, man.
1: You coming up short, man.
2: Shorter <laughs> short. You coming up full of something? <laughs> Life and DNA. Something going on.
1: This is still oh, your man. girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, what you got, Prince?
0: Uh, for number five, I got uh, my boy Timmy. Fundamentals. Duncan. Whoa. So Big Fundamentals dug by Shaq. This guy is the model of consistency. I just think that uh, he had consistent greatness, five rings, uh, angels, angel's wonder. So uh, the thing that I really liked about Tim is he led by example. He wasn't the most boisterous guy, but at the same time, his teammates followed his example, and they even said, too, that Tim was fiery. You know, he would have his moments with the team. He might not say much, but he gave give you that look like he wanted to kill you. And these guys knew that they needed to step it up, right? Uh, five-time champ. He was dominant as a scorer, two-time MVP, and he's a 15-time All-Star. So that number five on my list is Timmy Duncan. Can you speak on that situation with his wife cheating on him? Oh,
1: God, Jesus
2: Christ. Well, Novak. He coming up, he up short, too. <laughs> and talking talk about a financial advisor who stole the money, there was something going on. He was successful in the court. Well, off the court, man, he top 50.
0: You know, he fell
2: off that 10. Well,
0: I'll tell you one thing. He was better defending the rim than he was his wife. <laughs>
2: somebody <laughs> took oh, somebody man. took it to the hole on her.
1: <laughs> oh man! <laughs>
2: it wasn't Tim.
1: <laughs> he came up short too. Oh,
2: I want I want I want Tony. I want to Tony Parker drop stepped in that.
0: <laughs> Ooh, oh. probably.
2: Yeah, you know, you Tony at Now ask Barry about it. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Okay, uh, man. And it has to be late. And as we lay in the background.
2: Boy, you. More. You you, you are terrible.
1: As we lay in the background.
2: Tony Parker slept away tonight today. Oh, man. Is that why he got traded? (laughs) Man, now we know. Greg was like, you're going to get me.
0: Oh, man. (laughs)
2: Ooh. Little, French man. I like little French man. Whisper in your ear and you go. <laughs> man. Oh, man. You on fire
1: today, boy. <laughs> to fire. <laughs> All right, man. My number five. I hope I we I hope be. I get, get a little better, you know, a little better uh from you guys, man. Y'all, y'all just crapped on my Dr. J, man. Dang. <laughs> so now yeah, did so you so guys know if it wasn't did you, did you guys know if it wasn't for Dr. J, we had no Michael Jordan. I'll just put it like that.
0: I don't know about that. I don't
1: know about that either. Am I, am I stretching it? You stretching it big time. Okay. Well, all right. I take it. I take it by what I see. It. If If it weren't for James and Dolores, that would have been on no Michael Jordan.
0: That's what that.
2: Is. <laughs> no, you it, what? you're
0: absolutely right. Well, if Larry
2: you're had if Larry right. had been if Larry had been taller, been no Michael.
0: <laughs> that's that's true too. Okay.
1: If he was an athletic guy. So I right. so like so my number four is my man Irvin Magic Johnson. All right, he uh, made nine NBA appearances, final appearances, winning five championships, 12-time All-Star, two-time All-Star MVP, four-time assist leader, two-time still leader. My man, it goes on and on. Uh, You know, of course, we all know Magic Story contracted the HIV uh, virus. Beating it. Thank God with the uh, blessing of God and stuff like that. Beating it. And some... Some medicine and stuff like that, or whatever else. Beating it coming, um, and making now as an ambassador for, uh, for, for, for you know, HIV and, and, and AIDS prevention, which I thought was good off the court. You know, one of the most influential, uh, black businessmen in 2009. He's also an investor of the Dodgers and the LA Sportsman. This man, on and off the court, on and off the court, excuse me, he's a champ. That's why I pick, uh, Urban as, uh, my number four.
0: I'm starting to notice a trend with uh, Jules picks. He's picking all these guys and just killing it on and off the court. Mm-hmm. You got another one that was a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got red, right, a little convertible. <laughs> little all red the,
1: Corvette. Little red Corvette team. <laughs> now, now, now you can't you can't knock him now because he came in won a championship in his rookie year. That's true. Kareem you know what was Kareem was hurt. Kareem was hurt and he had to take as a as a rookie he took the team on his back. I mean, you know, yeah, that's actually helped and stuff too, but still, that's a lot to put on on the on rookie, but all right. My man of truth too. Just like Dr. J. Hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, go ahead, no bag, man. Damn, go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my well, my number
2: four also is Magic Johnson. And I'm, and right All right, now, cool. There we go. So we agree on that one, you know. You know, I got <laughs> You know, I got. I got to go back to them Showtime weapons he's wearing, them Converse. I remember the first time <laughs> I saw them styling the Profilers. And <laughs> I saw the Matt Johnson commercial, and I was like, "Who is this dude?" You know, Michael. Michael was with Mars Blackman, and you know, and Magic Johnson just pulls up in a convertible and like Showtime. He's like, "What is this?" <laughs> you know. You gotta, <laughs> Girls in the background, he had the wind blowing, he was making passes, nobody at the beach. <laughs> and then they just whipping no-look passes to nobody. And I'm like, this dude, this dude is a character, man. And you know, watching them win that championship, you know, pretty much, you know, this rookie year, playing center with limited athleticism and winning and dominating that center <laughs> that year was incredible. And then also, you know, you brought up the nine finals appearances. Somebody else we know had mm-hmm. nine finals appearances. He only won three times.
1: Oh man!
2: Oh Damn. man! This dude five and nine. <laughs> so, so does that make Magic Johnson better? Better than some people's number two? I mean,
0: I think I think he's better than ESPN's number two.
2: Oh hell yeah, he is in that situation. Maybe he might have rated you too low, Magic. But there's there's a lot of grace ahead. There's a lot of grace above you in this situation, and they all got five rings and up. So everybody on my list got wins. You know, I can't understand people in you know, almost community. Magic Johnson was just awesome, you know. He made it cool to be 6'9 and run and run a fast break. You know, watching him just, I never seen a guy never leave the ground, but he was just whipping passes and doing things with his legs. You know, it's like watching uh you ever, you ever remember gold member from uh Austin Powers? Yep. like he moved his leg. That's how magic was. That's how magic was moved. Like gold member out there, he <laughs> just spins around. No speed, no athleticism. Just cold. I'm like, I, I mean, the only person that plays like that is, uh, you know, there's a guy. this guy named NBA called Slow Mo right now. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, you know, he played for the Spurs. You know, got the huge head. You know, press might know what I'm talking about. Is his name Cal uh, Anderson? Slow Mo.
0: Oh
2: yeah, slow mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, was UCLA, you know, and he was—he's was a big point guard, and to see to see Magic just moving like that, you know, just at his own pace, ran the fast break that wasn't even fast, was just awesome, and the fact <laughs> that <he won. laughs> and the fact that he won that way was incredible. I mean, but Magic was Magic was a competitor. I mean, still my favorite moment of him was that All Star game when he pulled up. You now he pulled up, you know, he pulled up a three four, almost half court. You know, he came back, you know, after the virus.
0: Oh, yeah, drained that three.
2: Oh, my God, that was ridiculous. I mean, I'm just watching yeah, him pull up. Wow.
1: Because he shot it over who? Isaiah, I, I believe.
2: Oh. You know, yeah. he, shot, he shot over a midget, but you know, it still went in. <laughs> 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 no disrespect, oh, Isaiah, man. but you know, six nine. The, the 5'11 6 feet is a totally different shot, man. You know, imagine like he's out there killing giants, he pulled
1: up over you. Mm-hmm. You know, with that all star game, he I believe he won the MV, MVP for the all star game. I believe he did, yeah, because yeah, he don't was guarding. Uh-huh. They put a, they put everybody on him. Isaiah was on him, Mike was on him, mm-hmm. and who else, you know, was was on him. Everybody else was on him, too. You know, that was the
2: you show up award. That's what that was. They had to give it to
1: him. No, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Boy, you on fire, boy Yeah, he is yeah, I yeah. mean,
2: come on, now. you test positive, you ain't gonna win a MVP. He said,
1: he said you show up award
0: <laughs> I'm taking more than this I'm taking more than that trouble I'm taking the ball and part of the court That that was that was that. We don't know if he's gonna be here in two years award
2: mm-hmm. that, was. That, was the, that was the Do you know if Cookie got an award <laughs> That's what that was
0: Ooh. <laughs> Man Poor cool Cookie
2: no <laughs> cookie. You know, she should be number 2 on the list. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why is she number 2? You like she 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 married magic. I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it, it gave birth to EJ. So that's number 2.
0: Keep Novak you. Dude, you ain't right, man. No. Right. No. Something's wrong with him. Something's wrong with him.
2: You know EJ, EJ would have been a top point guard if he had chosen to play basketball.
0: okay.
1: Oh, he played the wrong ball, but he played, he played something. He said cookie for
0: number two. Wow. My God. So man, my my, my number four and, and Novak, you 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 got me rolling, man. Uh my my number four was uh Bill Russell. <clears throat> So, Unreliable. Okay. Okay. reliable man. He wasn't a,
2: he wasn't a dominant
0: scorer. So, <laughs> Novak, no, you brought up the numbers that uh, Will Chamberlain put up that year where he scored, like, what, 50 and 25, or was it? hmm And the, 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 the season where Bill Russell had the most points, he averaged 18.9 points per game. So, compared to Wilt and Kareem, Russell wasn't, like, a, a top echelon scorer. However, Mm -hmm. Bill Russell anchored some of the best defenses in NBA history. So when you look at it on paper, the five of the top seven defenses of all time, they were teams that Bill Russell basically anchored those defenses. And let's just be honest, he's won 11 championships. So he's the most decorated NBA Mm -hmm. player of all time. Also, block shots weren't even an official NBA stat when Bill Russell was playing. So there's even no idea of how many block shots that he had, but he used to start fast breaks with a block shot. So you guys think about that?
1: Okay, is is okay? Can we give him? Can we give him eight blocks per game? She he probably had fifteen blocks a game. Fifteen pro blocks? Okay, we'll just make up a. a... And he kept
2: the ball in bounds when he blocked the shot. That's the whole trick to blocking shots. It looked pretty if he knocked it out of bounds, but Russell was blocking the shot to himself and starting the fast break with the same hand. (laughs) That's crazy when you think about it. I watched the highlight of him block a shot, tip it to himself, and then throw throw an 80-foot bounce pass. I'm like, what the
0: hell is that? I mean, it's crazy, but it's awesome to watch. Because you look at the way the guys play now, they're all about the highlight. They want to send the ball into, like, the seventh row, right? This yeah. guy's like, no, we about to get an easy bucket.
2: You're right, guys. Now I'm trying to catch it and throw it out of bounds. They ain't blocking the shot. They're just throwing it out of bounds. I'm like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, so that, that was my number four, man. He he was a five-time uh, MVP and, like I said, 11-time NBA champion. So, number four, Mr. Bill Russell.
1: Nice. Right. I'll give that to you. All right. My number three. My number three is Ferdinand Lewis Alcinder Jr. Okay.
0: okay. Better
1: known better known as Kareem abdul Jabbar. Okay. All right. Kareem, he won three consecutive uh uh three NCAA championships with UCLA. He played 20 20 season NBA career with the, you know. Bucks and Lakers, six-time NBA MVP, 19 times All-Star, six-time champs, two-time MVP Finals, Rookie of the Year 1970. Jesus, uh, four-time block leader. He even got the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2016, which is which is nice. Average 24 point game, uh, points per game, 11 rebounds per game, nine assists per game. I mean, this dude did it did it all and did it all for a long time. Um, off the off the court, he suffered from uh, leukemia back in 2008. Treatment and and observations and stuff like that. He was able to minimize it in 2011. So now he's working with awareness for for case, uh, cancer, which is good. You know, which is good for everybody. That's why I picked uh, uh Korean for number uh, three.
0: All right, that's that's a solid one. What you what you that's got to solid. Yeah,
2: man, it's solid uh great minds thinking like that's my number three as well oh I mean, no you know what yeah
1: hey man if you would have had dr j for number five man you know what we're we're brothers i can't do that <laughs> i can't do that
2: dr j at number five no five for what five plus five <laughs> are you talking about? listen Boy, it, j, it, it, it depends on what this list of top five is because if
0: it's uh, <laughs> something else
2: well, him, you know, top five, top five loses
1: in the finals. You can throw him <laughs> and LeBron in there. You know, go hey, 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 one, hey, look, he go two. Hey, look, Doctor J, along with the Iceman and everybody else, they merged, they helped merge that ABA and, and NBA together.
2: You said Iceman. He he over yeah. here talking about the Iceman. Oh man, man
1: George, he George Gerb. All right, man. You know what? Hey, man, it's my list number five. You know what? I should have picked Doctor J for number one, man. <laughs> and, and we would have turned off the show.
2: <laughs>
1: Jules, you need, Jules, you need to go write a letter. <laughs> you just drink some tea. <laughs> I will. Man. You know what? All right, but, yeah. Go ahead, Novick.
2: Right. My So yeah, you know, I, I take a rain because what he what he did for the game, you know, he brought us a sky hook. You know, he brought us an unstoppable post move. I used to always try to pull that move on people, man, or just get in the lane and just do a sweeping hook. It didn't come out like Kareem's hook, but, you know, I, I put my own redemption, uh, redemption on it pretty much. Uh, he had a great, you know, had a, had, you know, he had a great way of getting up and down the court. I remember watching the UCLA, the UCLA games years later, uh, on classic sports, and they used to come on, and just watching them just dominate, you know. <laughs> I mean, to see the smile on Wooden's face when Kareem touched the ball, UCLA was awesome in that situation. I mean, the captain was was a killer. I mean, when you play a twenty season in the NBA, and you go out looking the same way you came in without the hair. You know, he put a lot of work in. <laughs> I mean I yeah. like you know, I remember those goggles. He made a cool wear of glasses. You know, I remember uh I remember some of the fights he had. I ain't never seen a martial artist slash basketball player in our life besides uh, James Johnson. And don't forget he fought he fought Bruce Lee in the in the, in the game of death. That's so, right. He so, sure did. So he absolutely that was did. A- he was a – he was a vampire right oh God, that was the coolest fight ever and, and you know to see a guy seven seven foot one sweep his leg across and bruce lee is like five six five seven and he missed him he couldn't even see him that's how big he was but um you know kareem was awesome i mean you know he everywhere he went he won i mean if you went in you went ncaa championships you went nba championships he made milwaukee relevant <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. and then he left him and went to the Lakers. You know, he wanted a you know, he wanted a better place to stay. So he went to the Lakers at that point. But you know, Kareem really changed the game for the big man. I mean Wilt Wilt started it. And I think Kareem, Kareem was pretty much like the the branch that reached out to Shaq, you know, the rest of those big men during that era.
0: Yeah, well I think we all uh, thought the same on this one because I also had Kareem uh, for my number three as well.
1: Yeah, there you go, Press.
0: All right, yeah, did I make you guys happy with that? Man,
1: yes. man uh, you had me going with that Tim
2: Duncan. And don't forget, he kicked the ass wearing K Swiss. Wow, oh, <laughs> the man who the man hooped in K Swiss. I forgot about that.
0: He sure man. did. Has there oh. ever been anybody else that hooped in them?
2: Oh man, no, I mean, that might be his 20 years. He, he hooped in house shoes I, for 20 years. I, I hope I, I hooped in some K Swiss once. Is that why you
0: stopped?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rip your whole toenail off. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Those were some heavy shoes, weren't they?
2: <laughs> you remember hooping some Uggs? You don't do that, man, hooping them Brady's.
0: <laughs> so the- the only thing I'm going to add to what you – because you guys pretty much hit on Kareem pretty well. The only thing I'll add is that he was an all-time NBA league scorer. Uh, and oh, the yeah. other right. That and also, too, uh I thought that uh, he might have been the best center to ever play the game. So, Novak, you know, he brought up how Will, you know, kind of started that whole evolution with the center position. But I just think that Kareem just took it to that next level. Uh, he won six MVPs uh, and also two. I saw a video recently online of uh, Kareem when he was 43. and I think he went in to like do like an instructor role with the Lakers. And this is when Vlade Divac was a rookie. And he was basically denying Vlade, who was probably like 20 years old at the time, the ball in the post. It was like a, just a drill that they were doing. And it was like over like 90 second drill. And I mean, this guy was 43 years old denying somebody that's 20, 20 plus years younger than him. And it was a physical uh drill because you could see vladi was exhausted and Kareem, he you was know ch- why?
2: You know, you want know, to you know why vladi was exhausted? Why is that? Because he smoked a curtain of cigarettes a week. I mean, Vladdy Vladdy Divac's problem was he smoked, so he always looked like he was that guy sitting in the bar with that with that you know, with that with that cocktail and that cigarette in his mouth. I mean Vladi was a heavy smoker. So I mean Kareem, you was, know.
0: Because he
1: was he was gassed in that in mm-hmm. that video. Hey, hey what hey, what do you think? What kind of brand uh Vladi uh smoke? He's probably smoking Newports. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, he's getting them free them free sweatshirts every week.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah,
2: he's a he was a heavy smoker. Heavy smoker.
0: That's funny, but I, man, it it's kind of cool though. We had uh, we had all the we had we all had Kareem. That was good, man. Kareem, ball, uh, solid guy, about. man. Two way player.
1: All right, It's on it's on me, right? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. All right, so my number two,
0: Jeremy Armstrong.
1: My number two is William Russell, <laughs> Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. That's solid. All right. Is that solid? That's right. solid. You know. Yeah, I could dig. Right. I could dig that. You can dig it, man? That's what I'm talking about, baby. Mm. Drafted in 1956, first round, second pick. Played for play center for the Boston Celtics for 13 years. Win you said 1926? Uh, the was it? As I you said,
2: 1926. I was messing uh, 56.
1: with you. Fifty no, six. he just, he just oh, with you, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, I was I was like that. I said, wait, a minute, hold on, let me check my notes now. No, fifty six. He's <laughs> messing with Woo. you. I'm about to say they ain't even played basketball in '26. Uh, no, they, peach basket. <laughs> yeah, James Naismith. Yeah, he had that uh peach basket out there and just uh, shout out to you, James. So, uh, thirteen year, uh, thirteen years with the with the organization, eleven championships, five time MVP, twelve time All Star, four time rebound champ, champ gold medals in 1956. Oh man, uh, I well, the reason why I picked. All that all that being said, man, the biggest thing, I, the biggest reason I picked up Bill uh, Russell because he was playing in the era, gym, during the Jim Crow era. Which, you know what I'm saying, even though he's with the team, he's a star and stuff like that, the team, in certain places he couldn't go at that time. And to be, to keep the minds, to keep your uh, mental uh, toughness during stuff you're going on in your personal life and going and playing with organization with people who still booing you because of the color of your skin, you got to have a mental toughness like no, like no other to win that, to to go out there and win that many times, even becoming the first black coach for Boston winning, I think two championships while he was a player coach. So that, that's why I picked uh, Bill. as number two.
0: And also let's not forget that he was playing and living in the
1: city of Boston. And we know the history that that right. uh, city has. Right. You know, Dealing with racism and segregation and all that stuff, and but still had to go out there and, and do his job, man. Getting, you know, getting talked, you know, getting called names and 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 not being service and sleeping in in in, in the boiler room and stuff. Can't sleep with your teams and not getting the best service and stuff. Man, my man, he was he was doing he he, he was going through it, but but he was putting it he was putting a moment on that court now.
0: I agree.
2: Uh, I I agree. I mean, that guy paid a lot of dues for a lot of people. I mean, mm-hmm. he's almost done the Green Book era. You know, he think in terms of what he brought to the basketball era. I mean, sleeping in weird places, you know, getting yelled at. You know, man, I can't, you know, nobody dealt with what he dealt with. Probably, 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 Will went through it. Will probably just screwed your wife after that. You know, Bill quietly walked away at that point. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm going right. nope. to get to. I'm going to get to my number two. I got I got Kobe Jellybean. I got Kobe Je- Jellybean Bryant right now. I got the black mother. And the reason why, you know, the reason why I put Kobe at number two is because he's done things that we really have not noticed because, you know, a lot of times people say you're nobody until you pass away and stuff like that or somebody kills you. Uh, but Kobe Bryant, you know, had remarkable numbers for a player that basically a lot of people didn't like. I mean, I think he he is so Jordan-like, but in the social media era, in the era of uh, press and being friends with people, he didn't fit in. If he had to came during the '80s, him and Mike would be like one and two, or or, or alternating during that time period, mm. because their intensity would be matched. Imagine if those two came in the league at the same time, in different in different parts of the country, it'd be it'd be it'd be it'd be like the most impressive battle I'd ever watched. You know, in that situation, two people. They're trying to pick each other apart. And I think, you know, you might have seen a different Kobe because if he came in with Mike, he wouldn't have anybody to mimic. He'd probably mimic somebody else at that point. But, you know, you still would have got a tough play performance out of him due to the competitive nature, the fact that he wanted to be great as well. Uh, Kobe, I was looking at Kobe's career highs against every team in the NBA. He scored a four-year grader on 27 different teams. And it's incredible when you think about it. I mean... You put up those type of numbers. He put eighty-one. He put eighty-one on Toronto. He put six. He put he put sixty on Utah. He threw a uh, he threw a sixty-one piece on the Knicks in the Garden. He gave Portland sixty-five with Scotty Garden Eight <laughs> ate them up. Oh wow! And uh, you know five championships, just all around winner. That's my that's my number two.
0: Man. No, I, I definitely agree with you on that, uh, and I actually have him as well. Uh, so, Kobe Bean Bryant, my number two. Uh, Novak, you pretty much touched on all the main points with that guy. The only thing I'll just add is uh, Kobe, like we said, is the, was the last of the of the killers, man. And uh, his grittiness and tenacity alone really uh, were some of the things that really made me fall in love with the guy. And just that Mamba mentality, that way he went about, just wanting to annihilate his teammates, I mean, and his opponents. If anybody got in the way of him winning, it was just not going to be a good time for any of those, whether it was people that he played with or the people on the opposite team. And so, for me, he'll be a legend forever. Um, I just wish that uh, he would have gotten his flowers while he was still here. It's unfortunate uh, what happened with with Kobe and the other uh, passengers on the helicopter, but, man, it's just uh, – it's a sad situation and uh he's gonna be getting inducted into the Hall of Fame here uh later in the year. It's gonna be an emotional ceremony and you know, just it sucks that he wasn't able to take in that moment uh with with the rest of the NBA world, you know, watching on. Uh Kobe five time NBA champion,
1: just man, just uh just a killer, man. Yeah, again, man, you guys touch everything. I uh I I just like i said we like we talked about kobe earlier he's just such a role model and somebody that you can definitely look up to and emulate and mirror and, and just learn from we lost a uh a, a good human being a basketball player and also a human being i mean there's nothing there's nothing you can say about uh about kobe he's it's just a shame that it, it's hard to the top 5 and and it's almost like he need to be in the class all by himself because that's just how wonderful and talented this, this brother is. Um, so, so, you know, with that, with number one, I think everybody, everybody in the world know it. That's my man, Mike Jeffrey Jordan. Um, we just, I know you, I know people have been seeing the 30 for 30, uh, documentary. I don't, I don't really have to go in to, uh, Going much with Mike, but I, you know, for S and Giggles. Number one draft, you know, round one draft pick, uh, number three, r- first round third pick, six time NBA champ, six time NBA finals MVP, five time NBA MVP, fourth time all-star. The list goes on. Three time steel leader, two-time Stamble Check. Also presidential medal of freedom, which is cool. Owner of the Charlotte Charlotte Hornets. Uh, average, average thirty point one points per game, six rebounds, and average five uh, assists per game. Two gold medalists, NCAA champ. The list goes on and on, and on, and on. Uh, like we we talked, you know, talked about Mike pretty much, uh, you know, because of thirty for thirty. Um, it's, I mean, the the man's just the greatest, greatest of all time. Uh, that's all I can say about it. No Go ahead, take over, man.
2: No, I agree. I mean, Black Jesus is uh, is, is just you know there is um, you know just just one of the greatest you know you know the greatest the greatest athletes ever to play the game. Uh, any sports, uh, Ram. In that situation, just just awesome. I mean, so many good childhood memories. So many special pairs of shoes he gave us. Every February, you know, we know a new pair of Jordans are coming. And this went on for years, you know. Now they kind of release sporadically during the year, but every February, you waited for those commercials, to see him, him and Mars Blackman, you know, t- talking about, is it the shoes? Oh, it was, it was definitely shoes for us. I mean, I remember you got a pair. It was like your connection to him. It was like a, a special moment in time just to have something, to have a part of uh, a legacy. I mean, we grew up with Mike. You know, we grew up with Kobe. Uh, I think I was growing when, when LeBron came in. So I, I didn't grow up with him, but I understand it <laughs> to a certain certain extent. <laughs> but, um, you know, just what he gave to the game of basketball and what, what the game of basketball is today, be a guy 17 years out of the league and still the most visible person in the NBA, really got to sting a lot of people. And also got to make a lot of people happy. I mean, you can be gone for 17 years and you're still the most powerful force on earth in the NBA, you know, and that's, that says a hell of a lot. There are guys working out every day and they still can't carry this guy's sweat bag. And it's crazy. When you think about it. I mean, it's just phenomenal. I mean, what we got to see and, you know, I always tell people, you know, maybe we make mistakes with judging seven players right now while they're in their prime, but that's one of those people that, if you saw him in your prime, you definitely, you definitely saw a blessing on the earth.
0: And you know what, too, Novak, just to add real quick, he did all that in a non digital age, right? So <laughs> that just says everything that it needs to be said about mm-hmm. the I agree. I agree. That's what, uh,
2: that's also what made Kobe so unique and special. You know, the reason we put him at two is because, man, you know, it's like you compare you, – you think about what Mike Danny came in the league and you think about that when Danny came in the league. You know, Kobe started off slower in Mike, but he caught up with that steam, and there was nothing like watching those two play. If you came down the last 10 seconds of a game, it, it was must-watch TV. It's going in. You know, and I, you know, I never felt that much confidence watching two athletes compete at a high level knowing that, they're about to send somebody home with with, with, you know, with, a, with a sad face at this point, and you know just seeing them sucked there out of the gym. I mean it. You know that's something I always loved about the game of basketball: being able to disappoint a whole group of people that came for a win, break their hearts, crush their souls. Or as Mike said nut crunching time, <laughs> his favorite line: just mm-hmm. crunch them up and just you know just get them ready. You know start up that bus. You know yep. that that killer instinct you know lives on everybody no matter who you are.
0: And also sending the fans home back to their cars and back to their miserable lives, even more miserable.
2: Canceling Christmas is what they did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I had MJ number one as well. So, I mean, I'm not going to drill into this too much. You guys did a great job. We're just expounding on it. Points blank, greatest player of all time. It's not even close. Uh, Any perceived flaw that Mike had in this game, he worked hard as hell to, to basically make that uh, you know a strength of his game, and he did. When he came in his, when he came into the league, people said he couldn't shoot right. So Mike worked on his jump shot. People then said, oh, he just relies on his athleticism and going to the basket. So then Mike got that fadeaway jumper later in his career. Every time there was a perceived uh, flaw, he he fixed it. Um, he was elite offensively and defensively. Six time NBA champion, 14 time all star, and then he ended his career averaging over 30 points per game. So, as far as I'm concerned, greatest of all time, not even close. I agree, I agree, man. I so, agree. and so I don't know if you guys did your list any further. I just had a couple honorable mentions. So, magic didn't make my top five, magic and bird kind of fell out of the top five for me, but I just wanted to just mention those two guys because I think they, they definitely, you know, had some consideration. But just that, that, that top five I had I thought was pretty solid. So I just couldn't see making room for either one of those guys.
2: I mean, Bird's definitely honorable mention. He could have snuck in there because Magic and Bird saved the NBA. They saved the NBA just to set up for Mike. You think about it. Uh, if there's no Magic and Bird, then ABA had folded. They brought over, they brought over uh, Doctor J, Iceman, Artist Gilmore, and the rest, the rest of the ABA All Stars. But they were old at that point. You know, they were much older. I mean, Moses Malone. You know, it's Moses. He wasn't very marketable, but he was awesome. I mean, you know, Moses was like me and Joe Green in basketball at that point. And so he was. He was hard. Who was mark? Who was, who, was, who was
1: marketable? Uh, Novak?
2: Uh, that point, Magic and Bird. You know, you gotta think about it. You know, um, you know, you take a, you take, you take a guy from French Lick, Indiana, who basically had pimples and like he lived in the gym all day and chewed tobacco, <laughs> and he basically, you know, was out there killing these brothers, man, taking their souls, pointing at benches, calling out jump shots. I mean, Larry Bird, for the fact that he got so much out of his body was incredible. Not, you know, he. He not you know, he was LeBron James in terms of physical ability. He, he he wasn't even Oscar Robinson, you know. He was just he was just Larry he was just Larry Joe Bird, you know. I mean, that's the real you know the real LJB in that situation. <laughs> I mean, he was awesome. I mean, uh, he could he could easily he been top five. I mean, we also also you got to throw a shout out out there to uh the Big O. His mother mentioned because he could have been top five. I mean, Big Big O averaged a triple double. He's, he is a he, – he was – Russell Westbrook is modern-day big uh, Oscar Robinson. You know, without,
0: without the stat chasing.
2: Without the stat chasing. Without the, the Russ face. <laughs> the you <UN>, ain't <laughs> the, the shit face he gives out to people. Oh, my God. You see that face sometimes. That intensity is evil, man. He looks at you like he want to kill you. and He want to kill you, bury you, and dig you back up. I mean, that's that Russell Westbrook face.
0: Yeah, he, he's he's pretty intense, man. He's pretty damn intense. Oh man, wow. <laughs> well, so, man, I, I feel like man, um, mm-hmm. the list that we put together, I thought were pretty pretty solid. Uh, Jules, you know, some can maybe argue about your number five, but other than that, I mean.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and if you know what, hey, people should hey people should t- chime in, man, and send us their uh their five. You know their top five greatest all-time uh, basketball players.
0: Yeah, I definitely second that. Uh, any of our followers yeah. and listeners definitely uh, feel free to to reach out to us and send us your top five uh, NBA players of all time. We'll be definitely uh, we'll definitely love to take a look and even push back on you guys if you had any uh, viewpoints on on our list. Um, let's talk about ESPN's list that they put out a couple weeks ago. So. Uh, their list, they had Magic at
1: number five. W- what do you guys think there? I agree. Yeah, I pretty much agree too, man. I mean, he's he was number uh, four with me, so five. Yeah, yeah, I agree with it.
0: For me, he was outside of my top five, but I can't really argue with that because it was really, it was really close for me to keep him out of the top five. It was very close between him and Duncan, so. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. The Magic was a hell of a player, on
1: and off the court. You should have no. put him as your number five and put Duncan as, as your honorable. You think so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, go with the
2: guy boy in America. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, Mag- and Magic kept his wife. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Tim, Tim was he was married to the game, guys. He was married to the game.
2: <laughs> so was so was <is> Magic.
0: <laughs> yeah, but hey, who we'll know that which game?
2: <laughs> Both of them, Showtime. Oh, you know, when you wear a, when you wear a leather pants, your own jersey to a party. You know you're serious. It's hot as hell now. Like, he got leather pants, covers, and his own jersey. Hey, hey look, and hey, Magic Magic had his own talk show. The Magic oh, Hour. Oh God! There was
0: no talk show. <laughs> hey,
2: that was no. that
0: was that was the worst hour of TV history. Oh God, man! That, that no. was the, he was talking
1: trash to TV. guests. <laughs> Can Tim Duncan say he had his own talk show? No, because I mean, that, that,
0: that, the, the show would have been two minutes.
1: Yeah, you got
2: nothing to talk about. What you do yesterday, Tim? <laughs> I went to uh, In and Out Burger.
0: And uh got my hair done. <laughs> in, in and, then, and then it'll be 57 minutes of dead silence and him staring at you. And then Greg
2: Poppins oh,
1: <laughs> Pop come out and slept David Robinson. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this sub, i his own TV show. <laughs> oh, man. So All
0: right, nope, so number four on the list, uh, ESPN had Bill Russell. What you guys think there?
2: I agree, again. I mean, Bill Russell was a pioneer of the game. I mean, he won more championships than everybody. You know, it's just one of those things where when you get – when every finger has a ring, I can't argue with him at this point. I mean, he is the winnest player of all time. He should – you know, he he definitely fits at number four.
1: No doubt there. See, I, I would have – um. Because he's the most winningest, and in the climate he was playing in, I would have had a three or two. You know what I'm saying? But four, is respected. You know, he top four is respected. I, I can dig it.
0: Well, Novak didn't even have uh didn't even have him on his top five.
2: Well, you know what happened in that situation is that what happened so, Novak? Tell us what happened with Russell is that since I took Kareem, I took Magic. And you know, you talk about those two Laker greats. And I'm not really a huge Celtics fan, you know. Except for, you know, I'm a I'm a Bird fan, but I'm not a Celtics fan. Plus, I you know, plus I think if you throw Russell in your top five, you got to have Bird somewhere in that top five too. If you think about it, I mean, because you know, you start looking at you start looking at great Celtics, and you go like, I think Bird, I think Bird played under a much different era with much tougher opponents. And everybody was much taller and much stronger and they had weight rooms then. So, so I think I think that I think that Larry's legacy was was just on par with Russell's because, you know, he minus the race system. I mean the race system puts Russell back into the five in that situation. I think um I, I think I think it's a good space for him right there. I mean, I he could have been in my five. He's on dimension somewhere outside of my outside of my gate, but he's he's definitely in the parking lot.
0: Okay. okay, well, I, yeah, I, I can see that. I had him at four on my list, so ESPN, you guys did all right there. Number three on ESPN list was uh, Kareem. That's fair. Like, yeah, we were all kind of unanimous with that, right?
2: Mm-hmm. That's fair. I mean, he, he also was an airplane with Leslie Nielsen. And so <laughs> 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 well, he, he was the pilot, oh, my God, I mean, Kareem, Kareem had a good life, man, a good life. He so did. Man, you know, he's had some fun you know, he, he turned turned you know, his comedic timing was awesome. He always had something funny to say whenever he got interviewed. He was, he was he was he was he was he was just an awesome player. And I like him as a person because he's giving back to the game by coaching these young kids. He's coaching he's he's worked with every great young big man, you know, over the last twenty years. Even with his health issues, he was still out there helping Shaq everybody out everybody out. They might not necessarily like his advice because he's, he's brutal and he's honest, but that guy's revolutionary. He's, he's a, he's a link to NBA history.
0: And you know what? He had a bad rap of being a moody player, you know, with the media, with his teammates, but you can tell that over the years, Kareem, you know, wanted to, you know, enhance his image and he wanted to get into coaching, which it's kind of a shame that uh, he hasn't really been able to have more of an impact uh, working with players directly because, I think he has a lot to of offer, you know, a lot of these young guys in this league. You know. You're right about that. Bill Curry can become head. Coach Kareem should have won his, run the
2: NBA, run a championship as a coach.
0: <laughs> and Bill couldn't even talk at the time either. I'm like, how the hell you go to you know, coach? You can't even talk about whisper.
2: Whisper oh, and whistle.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, guys, number two on ESPN's list is one LeBron James.
1: Oh hell no! Oh, the, the king, the king of what? <laughs>
0: the king, not
1: king, king. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, king of what? No, right, man. Hey, you know what? Let me, let me let let now let me let me talk on this, man. Let me talk on this right quick, cause I I I, I sense y'all don't y'all not y'all don't like uh, LeBron's number two. Well, you, you
0: know. <laughs> go, go ahead, go
1: ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead, and dig that hole. <laughs> hey, he ain't on my top five either <laughs> but, let, it, but You, you all, probably had
0: him at six though
1: <laughs> Not, no. <laughs> But all, all fairness Let's just run down a little bit about 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 King James <sighs> First round first pick right In 3 mm-hmm. Three time NBA champs, three time NBA Final MVP, four time NBA, uh, NBA NBA MVP 16 times all-star three times NBA all-star MVP. 04, rookie of the year. Hold records for most playoff points. Third in all-time points. Do you think hey you guys think that uh hey wake me up the, when you're hey, hey, wake
0: me up when you're done?
1: Damn. <laughs> you know, see, I'm just giving the people and, and pull back the curtain podcast. I'm just giving them just a little bit some face since this is ESPN's on um, top. Top five, right, right, Mm -hmm. okay. You know, it's not ours, but you know, I think it's our job and our duty just to go over just a little bit. What do you guys think? Hell no,
0: no. No.
1: Okay, we'll
0: we'll move on. then. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it to you, just like this. Number two for a guy that's lost was it six times in the finals?
2: (laughs) He's the poster child for almost 20 years. Yeah, you know. I don't like him at number two because it teaches kids that you can suck and still get credit for. It. That's what the problem is. You, you you can lose and still be a winner. What kind of shit is that? You know how do you how do you come up short, and he had to damn my audacity to say I got that nine times. Man, I only won three, but I got that nine. Magic got that nine and won five. That means he's better than you. If you want if you want to play that fucking game, you know in sure, that situation. True. But, true. Good point. And then, Good point. And then, you no know back. Yeah, if you know, if you want to, you want to do light for light, then let's compare Magic to him in that situation. I mean, Magic's number two, right? So Magic, you know, Magic Johnson had more of an impact on the league than LeBron did. Let's just be honest with you. So did Michael, and so did Kareem. You know, I think that number two for him is disrespectful. I think has been is wrong for not even having Kobe in the top five. Exactly. Taking him, taking him yep. lower than that is insane. When you guys saw him torture, you torture all your heroes every night. He took, he he torched everybody's favorite basketball player. So did Michael. So did Kareem. So did Bill. So did Magic. You know, when one has had his ass kicked more than and ass kicking as he's given out. He cannot be number two.
1: And everybody
0: eat on his. Everybody eats on his watch. And he's had more help than any of these guys on this list. Mhm. Well, yeah, or he'll get you fired. He'll get you fired. He get a whole
2: new head coach. He get a new city. You know, it's, you know what's consistent about him? He move every four years. That's what's consistent about him in that situation. Every four years, that's New Jersey. I mean, I,
0: this See, I think- is this is last stop. Well, See, you know what? I, I think- and, and another thing about him that pisses me off: every team he leaves, he leaves them in disaster. He left Miami in shambles. He left Cleveland in shambles. Kevin Love will never be the same. He's a
2: basketball vampire. He sucks all the youth and talent out your, out your organization. He leaves. You know, it's like you know, instead of vampire in Brooklyn, you be vampire in Cleveland. He 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 needs young talent in order to stay relevant. Now he's sucking Anthony Davis's best years away. And you think about that. And Anthony Davis is gonna abandon him. Well, exactly what he's done to others is gonna happen to him at the end. You know, every, I, I hope so. every it's gonna happen. I mean, when Anthony Davis comes back to Chicago. You heard it here. He comes back to the Bulls. He comes and becomes he comes home and, and wins it here and we're relevant again and LBJ basically is getting his getting his walker in his wheelchair in uh whatever city wants to celebrate him. It won't it won't be LA. I mean he's not a true he's not a true Laker. I mean, he, you gonna go back to Cleveland, let them retire your jersey and boo you? They will do that. True. They will boo that man And his they won't boo him in his in his, uh, his fake hometown. That's like me saying, I'm a kid from I'm a kid from Chicago, but I went to school in old park. You know <laughs> That's how that works in that situation. He 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 about as Cleveland as we are. Let me honest what you. I've been there once and I didn't want to go back to the mistake by the lake. You know, it is what it is.
0: What uh what what did Joe Kim Doyle say about Cleveland?
2: <laughs> Nothing happens in Cleveland. <laughs> he, he said he said, you guys think Cleveland's cool? Well <laughs> oh, man, it was brutal, man.
1: Man, I've been to Cleveland too. Oh
2: man, that's a, that's, a, that's like going to Gary, Indiana with water. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the only other thing I was just going to add when you come to LeBron is that this idiot had the nerve to uh, say when he won that championship with uh, Cleveland, uh, that's when he became the GOAT. I was <laughs> like, the hell is you talking about? GOAT of the, what? The GOAT of losing.
2: <laughs> the GOAT of switching sides. Oh my God, man. You can't why? trust because, him. Why? Because he came back 3 1? Well, he got help. If, if Dragoon. I mean, Draymond, if Draygoon had to had, uh, had, had hit him in his, hit his vagina, we would never have never had this problem. And that's what happened with him, basically. Then you know, the greatest actor in NBA history collapsed. And they had, like, somebody killed him. I don't even think he hit the tip. Dude just fell out. Come on now. He didn't get touched in the balls or nothing like that. He just fell out. He's a great actor. You know, no player in the history of the NBA has had that many acting awards. I mean, I gotta get an Oscar for falling out. I've never seen a player I want him to get hurt one time he falls out. In real life, he wants to see his head cracked the court. You know, why do you fall out like that? You know, give a, you know, I wanna I wanna see him be hit I wanna see him get hit for real and fall
0: down. <laughs> you know, that's what I wanna see. There ain't nobody moving two ninety. <laughs> He yeah. also knew he also knew the Draymond was uh one uh fragrant flagrant foul away from being suspended. So LeBron mm-hmm. he definitely he definitely played that up. He played
2: it up. He and then he and then he politic to get the suspension and he act like he didn't know what happened. It was the most retarded thing I ever seen him excuse me for using that word. It was the most different thing I ever seen in my life. You know, just wanna be just wanna be uh make sure I don't use the wrong, incorrect words there. But um uh, LeBron, no. They Can't be number two. If he's number two, then goddammit, damn it, we move magic up to number two. <laughs> we slash, we slatting bird. You know what? We're just gonna go magic slash bird at number two. <laughs> them together makes them together is greater than anything out there.
0: I just I just don't understand what's going over over going on over there at ESPN. I mean, this this network now, they, they just do anything for takes and clout. LeBron at number two? Come you know, on. up in Clutch Sports sent that
2: check over. You know, Maverick said, hey. I got a story for y'all. Make him number two. How much it gonna cost us? We'll pay it. (laughs) That's what happened there, pretty much. I mean, he got he got statisticians. He got guys that keep stats that I've never heard of before. He changed. He had three pairs of socks in one game. He uh, you know, he he clipped his nails at halftime. No player's ever done that. That's the type of stuff. That's the type of stats they're keeping right now.
0: And and he's got these guys out here using and referencing losing stats, trying to compare him to Jordan in the finals. I know. He he sort he had the highest
2: uh, finals average despite losing. What kind of shit is that? You know how do you how do you celebrate losing? I mean, that's, that's a terrible thing for the kids to think it's okay to go out and get busted and still get forty and give up forty. <laughs> that's the problem. With that. I mean, quiet, if you want to play that game, the quiet Leonard's had a bigger impact on the league than LeBron. You want to play and he plays less than you, LeBron. <laughs> think about that.
0: That is true, because Kawhi probably averaged, what fifty games a season.
2: Fifty games a season, man. He got the most comfortable job in the NBA. I mean, he gets to show up when he wants to. He don't play back to backs. I mean, you know, I think we, I think we need to do a podcast about the the top, the top five current players. That's gonna be a funny one, because because these guys, you got, you got to play a minimum of sixty games to go on the list. You right. got to not, you know. You know, I don't think either one of them would make the list from last year as being top in the league. Is it both of those guys are hurt most of the year?
0: <laughs> for real. Yeah. Well, man, uh, I think we uh, we definitely tore uh, your boy LBJ to shreds. And uh, Jules, don't don't ever uh, refer to that guy as the king on this uh, on this podcast ever again, sir. Um, <laughs> the peasant. The peasant yeah. is what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> so number one on the uh, ESPN's list was uh Michael Jordan. I know how you guys feel about that, but we can still talk about it for a second or two if you guys wish.
2: Uh, Nothing to say, you know what that is? That's just like, you know, your diagram is a sentence in, uh, in your grammar school. Like, you know, like you do like an imperative command, like you as understood, My, it's understood he's number one. I mean, there's not much you can say about it. You can't argue about it. The 27% of people out there or 23% of people out there thought he wasn't. All y'all need to go get a head check. You know, if you, if your if your false if your false prophet is number one, then I'm then I'm ashamed of all you guys. You know, there's no reason why there's no reason why he should even be anywhere near Michael. I mean, that's disrespectful to Kobe, the late great Kobe Bryant. That's disrespectful to Kareem, Bill, Magic, everybody on that list, and so on. You know, MJ MJ is the epitome of the killer. You know, he's the epitome of also the, the greatest asshole in sports history. And that, you know, killers are assholes. Great superstars are assholes. And you know, the funny thing about it, Chris Childs, you know, I don't know if you guys remember him.
0: Yeah, that's that guard from the the Knicks.
2: Yeah, from the Knicks. That's the the one who tried to get Kobe the two-piece.
0: Yeah.
2: And you know, he also went out to Mike. There's a story out there where Mike disrespected him in a game or something like that. And Chris Childs at the end of the game was hanging out with Scotty. Scotty and Chris were, you know, trading cigars because they were buddies, and Mike walked up and tried to shake his hand after he busted his ass, and uh, Chris wouldn't shake his hand. So that that basically led to Chris getting his ass busted again. He shook his hand after he busted him a second time. <laughs> so You live and you learn, right? I, I'm going to make you love me. That's what he did pretty much. I'm going to make you <laughs> love me at that point, and that's, that's what you respect about Mike. You know, anybody can make up stories or even take the slightest thing, like, you didn't talk to me. You wear my shoes. You can't wear my shoes, and we're going to destroy you and take your
1: shoes back. That's the goat. Oh man, dude, I, I I agree everything you said. Michael Jordan not only he revolu- he revolutionized the game, man. Because like I said, during the time he was coming, during the time he was coming up, the NBA was it was. Don't get me wrong, it was good. It was good, but Mike made it better. Made it great. Everybody, even David Stern said NBA was what eighty, what eighty countries or something like that, or eighty countries in, into uh, basketball. But in order, and when Mike came around, it reached over two hundred something spots or something like that. He was he was saying, which he galvanized the, he brought outside countries into basketball. Basketball blew up with what, what Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. So, for a person to do that for a person to feel them stands in 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 the Chicago stadium, and for a person to feel uh to have people coming from overseas into watching basketball playing basketball and stuff like that man that this dude is huge, it's huge, and like you guys say it's, it's he's the he's the go that nobody else can come come close or come near him. Yeah,
0: it's not even close. Greatest it's of all time. Close, right. That's, that's, that's
1: There's nothing else for me to add.
0: You guys hit that pr- pretty well. Like I said, he he saved the NBA and he changed the, the landscape of the league forever. So, yeah, there's nothing else we could talk about with that one. But man, fellas, this this is a good episode, man. This one was really fun. Novak, you you you're a fool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um Go ahead and hit us with a, we got a very special curtain call, our final segment today. So go ahead and hit our audience with that real quick.
2: One of the things I wanted to say before I jump in the curtain call, I'm going to give a shout out to Skip Bayless, you know, also known as Drip Bayless. He also has MJ as number one, and he also uh, demoted that, that fake profit as well. So I want to th- I wanna say, say thank you, Skip, for keeping it real. Uh, I think you need to keep Shannon in line over there. You know, Shannon to me is, uh, is is lost his way, Skip, and I think we have to work on making them realize that there is only one goat. Uh, <laughs> on this uh, on this curtain call, yeah, we, uh, we want we like to take a, a moment to announce one of the main contests that was announced on the the pizza episode, and we also want to thank everyone that listened and responded with your favorite pizza of places. We conducted the random draw from all the responses that we received, and uh, the winner of the contest is uh, the best gang war. Just repping the, uh, the Pulling Back the Curtain uh, podcast from Cali. You will be receiving a gift card to order your favorite piece of courtesy of us. Congrats, and we'll be reaching uh, out to you on social media to get your gift card uh, over to you. Uh, we want to thank you for all your uh, continued support of our podcast. and We wouldn't be possible on each and every one of you.
0: Exactly right, man. Thanks uh, for that curtain call. Um, I also want to just quickly uh, announce – Uh, our last dance contest. Um, So we need people to reach out to us and let us know what episode the Jules uh, threatened to throw his mug. So if you guys are diehard (laughs) listeners of the podcast, you'll be able to probably get back to us real quick with that answer. So what we're going to do is the first 15 people that respond back with the correct answer, we're going to put them in a random drawing for uh, the prize that not the one that Novak, uh, announced a couple weeks ago. We're not sending any of you fuckers to college, but there is a... <laughs> <laughs> I <can't do> it. <laughs> so, yeah, so just the, the recap, uh, let us know what episode did Jules threaten to throw his mug? <laughs> First 15 responses, we're going to throw you into a drawing, and, uh, yeah, we look forward to, uh, to another contest. And like I said, uh, thank you guys for the support, and... Uh, for the winner of the uh the pizza, definitely uh, make sure you tag us when you order that pizza. We want to see what your uh what your choice is for, for your uh, for your contest win. Uh Jules, hit us with that final thought, brother.
1: Yes, sir. Man, I can't wait to see who wins that uh deck <laughs> that, that contest, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be excellent. All right, so this episode we talk about the Mount Rushmores of basketball the greatest that ever played the game, that revolutionized the game, who magnified this game. Now, on on my previous final thoughts, I talked about greatness. You know, to a few somehow believe that greatness is this gift only reserved for a chosen few or for prodigy or for superstars, and the rest of us can only stand by just watching. You know, we are all capable of greatness, all of us. Now to take that first step towards greatness is very hard. What's a lot harder is when that time is when that when that time expires in your life and you look back on your life knowing that you could have been great. Listen, I want you guys to listen and listen good. Greatness is it's a winnable war. But now if you don't believe it, then don't even do it. This quote I'm coming from you. I mean, this quote I'm coming from is from probably one of the greatest linebackers that ever played the game, Ray Lewis. And he said, people don't realize what you have to give up to become great. People don't realize what sacrifices you have to make to become great, what promises you have to make to yourself to become great. Greatness is not a thought process. Greatness is a lifestyle. Greatness is what you live. Thank you. Yeah, I
0: hey, appreciate that thought. Uh, hope they find that suit that he wore at the Super Bowl that year. Um, episode 14 in the books, fellas. Everyone listening, thank you. We appreciate the continued support. As always, you can find our podcast on iHeartRadio. You can follow our podcast on Spotify. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcast And you can also find us on Red Circle. Thanks for listening. Peace.